are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 218th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day. By the way, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot on our plate today. We're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, the 2020 NHL Draft. I'm going to unveil number six on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. But to start off the show, we have to talk about the semi-minor move the Hawks made yesterday as they traded 25-year-old forward Dylan Secura to the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for 29-year-old Brandon Peary, who has bounced around teams in the NHL a bit these past couple of years trying to find a home. And Peary was actually drafted in the second round by the Blackhawks back in 2009. So, yes, mark this down as... Another player that Stan Bowman and the front office have brought back for a second term in recent years, joining just a short list of Brian Campbell, Daniel Carcillo, Adam Clendenning, Marcus Kruger, Andrew Ladd, Jeremy Morin, Johnny Oduya, Brandon Saad, Patrick Sharp, Andrew Shaw, and Chris Versteeg, not once, but twice. (laughs) So clearly, the Blackhawks love making these types of moves for whatever reason, but to kind of put all that stuff to the side, in all honesty... I personally thought this was a pretty decent return for Dylan Secura. Brandon Peary has shown that he can play at the NHL level in 21 games towards the end of the 2018-19 regular season. Peary racked up 12 goals and 6 assists for 18 points in a 21-game stretch for the Golden Knights to help them get in a postseason push. And Secura has never even come close to putting up those kind of numbers. He has just one goal through his first 47 career NHL games. Uh, But somehow, a lot of Blackhawks fans are upset about the return for Sakura because they think we possibly could have gotten a late-round draft pick. Well, one, I doubt anyone was willing to give even a fifth-round pick for Dylan Sakura, who is a former sixth-round pick way back in 2014, by the way. Six years ago now, he's still a fringe NHLer at 25 years old, like... It was clearly not panning out for him in Chicago, and I'm sure if I noticed that, every GM in the league knows as well, so I highly doubt anyone was willing to offer a fifth-round pick for Dylan Secura. And Peary isn't as bad of a return as everyone thinks. Everyone just goes and immediately looks at uh, a 29-year-old who hasn't really proven himself as an NHLer so far in his career. And while that is kind of true, we saw Peary struggle uh, this past season with Vegas with just two assists in 16 games. But when he's at the AHL level, he's 
always lighting it up. He was well over a point per game there the last two seasons with the Chicago Wolves. Uh, And honestly, I I just think he needs consistent NHL playing time. Peary has always been snubbed of a consistent role wherever he's been throughout his career. And go and look at his statistics. They really aren't that bad. He had a few really productive years down in Florida when he was given an opportunity to play. He had some good numbers in Vegas in 2018-19. Things didn't exactly work out in his 60 games played in New York, but he's never had a long leash wherever he has been. No one has ever let this guy prove himself, and I honestly believe that if the Blackhawks were to give Peary that opportunity, if they were to give him a full season's worth next year, I honestly think he could score 20 20 goals for this team. You could book that one for me. Put it in your receipts, mark it down, yada, yada, yada. But I really believe that Brandon Peary has that upside if you just give him a consistent role with some playmakers. And to acquire that for simply Dylan Secura, who, come on, let's face it, this kid's career was over in Chicago. So I personally like this move because the upside certainly favors the Blackhawks. And it it is sad to see Secura go, a, a guy who I truly believed had all the potential to be a middle six winger, but for whatever reason, it just didn't work out here in Chicago, sadly. And it sucks because Sakura had so many opportunities. If you look back a couple seasons ago, he was playing really well on the Hawks' top line with Jonathan Taze and Brandon Saad, but he just, he literally couldn't buy a goal. It seemed like he would always hit the post or the goalie would make a ridiculous save. So it's just tough to see that it didn't work out for Sicky here with the Blackhawks. But I wish him all the best in Vegas. And if he does pan out well there, I wouldn't even be the slightest bit salty about it. Because it was clearly just not working here in Chicago. So a bit of a change of scenery trade here by the Blackhawks and Golden Knights yesterday as both players involved clearly could use some fresh starts. And for Peary... It's in quite a familiar place, as the last couple of years, I said he spent a lot of time playing for the Chicago Wolves, and he was also, of course, drafted by the Blackhawks here in Chicago, so hopefully Peary can make it work in his second stint here with the Blackhawks, because that could be a key depth signing. Don't forget the Hawks have to re-sign Drake Kajula, Dominic Kubelik, and Dylan Strome. They all need new contracts, while the Hawks have currently just below $8 million in cap space to work with. All right, I think that takes care of everything I wanted to talk about regarding the one-for-one swap between the Blackhawks and Vegas Golden Knights. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning finally getting the job done and taking home their first Stanley Cup since way back in 2004. But first... I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com, the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection, reliably low prices, plus all the parts your car will ever need. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems in the past. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, rockauto.com has your back for all the car parts you will ever need in any given situation. One more time, be sure to check out rockauto.com for lively low prices and an amazing selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. 
rockauto.com, an auto and body shop that you can trust for reliably low prices. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So we just finished talking about the Blackhawks acquiring forward Brandon Peary from the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for Dylan Secura. Now let's talk about Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final last night between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars as, of course, the Lightning came out on top 2 to nothing to win their first Stanley Cup since 2004 with Vinny LeCavalier, Brad Richards, Marty St. Louis, and of course, I can't forget to mention the Bulin Wall, Nikolai Hobby Bulin back stopping the team in net. But that stacked Lightning team finally gets their Stanley Cup, and man, I have to admit, I'm happy for that team because it would have been such a tragedy if they weren't able to win a Stanley Cup with that loaded of a roster. It would have been a shame after all they have done in the regular seasons in the past, and as tough as it as uh, I'm sure it was for Steven Stamkos to have to sit out for this postseason, he's been such a big part of what that organization has created down there in Tampa in the past. So even though he wasn't able to provide in the playoffs for Tampa Bay, he certainly has done his fair share of the heavy lifting in the last decade for that team. So definitely happy to see that Stammer was able to get out there on the ice and lift the cup first. A bit of a weird celebration, though, honestly. A completely different Selly with the Cup than it's been in, in past years. But I, I guess this is a season like no other. <laughs> it just was definitely a bit odd to watch the Lightning hoist the Cup with no fans to go nuts for them. Uh, and honestly, it, it kind of sucks that the Lightning don't get that experience. And now I wonder... What's going to happen with that parade? I know Florida is <laughs> historically known for not giving a you-know-what, so maybe they do still throw a parade. Probably not the best look, but crazier things happen in that state every day, so I wouldn't be shocked to say the least. I also have to mention that Victor Hedman was awarded the Conn Smythe Trophy for postseason MVP. Last year it was Ryan O'Reilly for the Blues. This year it's Victor Hedman. And what a draft pick he turned out to be for Tampa Bay. Second overall in 2009, behind only John Tavares. Comparisons to Nicholas Lidstrom, Scott Stevens, Zdeno Chara. So much hype for just an 18-year-old kid at the time. And he pans out to be exactly what Tampa Bay hoped for, and, and even then some. A Conn Smythe Trophy-winning defenseman. How about it for Victor Hedman? He had one hell of a postseason. 22 points in 25 games, 10 goals, 12 assists, on top of 
all he did on the defensive side of things for Tampa Bay. And I know Nikita Kucherov had 34 points, and Braden Point had 33 in just 23 games. Both were fantastic and certainly had their own fair argument for the Conn Smythe as well. But I do just think Hedman did the most for this team. The Lightning saw... A lot of bottom-pairing defensemen go through the rotation. Brayden Coburn, Jan Ruda, former Blackhawk, of course. Luke Shen, Zach Bogosian. And Hedman just carried the torch for the whole way. What a player he is for them. So congrats to Victor Hedman for taking home a little bit of extra hardware. But one thing I have to mention about this Game 6 between Tampa Bay and Dallas is how eerily similar it was to Game 6 of the 2015 Stanley Cup Final between the Blackhawks and Lightning. First off, both games finished as 2-0, winning team getting the shutout, and the first goal that was scored by Braden Point was him following up his own rebound on a shot near the blue line, just like Duncan Keith did for the game-winning goal in Game 6 of 2015. And then the second goal for the Lightning came on an odd man rush, which resulted in a Blake Coleman one-timer from the right circle. That was the same way that Patrick Kane scored for the Blackhawks in that game six to seal the deal. An odd man rush, Brad Richards, no-look pass to Patty Kane. It was just very odd that everything went down in such a similar fashion. A 2-0 final, kind of creepy. But anyways... Congrats to Tampa Bay for finally getting over the hump a year after getting embarrassed, getting swept in the postseason by the Columbus Blue Jackets following yet another incredible regular season. They overcame so much as a team. They survived the bubble for, you know, 60 days or whatever. And for that, they are more than deserving of a Stanley Cup championship. And for the Dallas Stars... I know it didn't end the way they wanted it to, but what a hell of a ride it was for them in these playoffs. An underdog time and time again. They defeat the Colorado Avalanche, who were heavily favored. They slay the Vegas Golden Knights, but just weren't able to take down the Lightning. But there shouldn't be any shame about what they just did. They they have a lot of young players and really solid pieces intact that should make them dangerous for quite a while. So a very valuable learning experience for the Dallas Stars. And a tip of my cap to them and head coach Rick Bonus for all they did in such a tremendous postseason. What a ride it was for these past couple of months, ladies and gentlemen. I really did enjoy covering the playoffs with all of you, even if it, even if the Blackhawks weren't the topic of conversation. So, one more time, congratulations to the Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. My pick to win the Stanley Cup, of course. That's the last time I'll bring that up, I promise. But now we are officially in complete off-season mode, but not for long. We are one week away from the first round of the 2020 NHL Draft, and then just a couple of days later, we'll see the free agency window open, so plenty of action to be looking forward to in the next couple of weeks here, and I'll be right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast Monday through Friday to discuss it all with you. All right, I think that will wrap up the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the 2020 Stanley Cup Final against the Dallas Stars. Coming up in just a minute, it'll be time to unveil number six on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list after I announced Alex Vlasic as number seven on yesterday's episode.
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with the upcoming NHL draft and free agency period. Okay, I just finished up discussing the Tampa Bay Lightning taking home their first Stanley Cup championship since 2004 thanks to a 2-0 Game 6 victory over the Dallas Stars. Now it's time to reveal the next player on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. So coming in at number 6, we have 20-year-old right-handed defenseman Alec Regula, who was acquired by the Blackhawks early on last season from the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for forward Brendan Perlini, who had just clearly fallen out of favor with head coach Jeremy Colleton in Chicago. So Regula, he was a third-round pick by the Red Wings back in the 2018 NHL Draft, and he has spent the last three seasons playing for the London Knights of the Ontario Hockey League, a team the Hawks are quite familiar with as Patrick Kane, of course, played his junior hockey there. Same with youngster Adam Boquist. And that's likely when the Hawks got a good read on Regula was when he was playing on the same team as Boquist during that 2018-19 season. I'm sure the Hawks had plenty of scouts at those games. And after two pretty solid years with London, Regula had 25 points in his first season there and then 39 the next. He went on to explode this season with 27 goals and 33 assists for 60 points for an increase of 16 goals and 21 points from the season prior. And those 27 goals were also the most by any defenseman in the OHL. His 60 points were 6th, so... A very, very impressive year from Regula up in London, and this is looking more and more like a very solid trade for the Chicago Blackhawks. Brennan Perlini did not look very good in a Wings uniform last season after the trade, and Regula, of course, as I just talked about, he took a huge stride in his game. He was also serving as a captain for the Knights this past season, so he was in a leadership role there as well. Tip of the cap to Stan Bowman for this trade because... It's looking like we absolutely stole Alec Regula from the Detroit Red Wings at the moment. One thing I also want to mention is that Regula can play more than just an offensive game. He's a huge kid at 6 foot 4, 205 pounds at 20 years old. He does still need to add on a little muscle, but he plays a pretty sturdy defensive game at the moment and because of that size there is a lot of potential for him for improvement and also for him to Kind of just be a wrecking ball in the defensive zone if he can throw on some LBs in the next few years. But as for the 2020 regular season, Regula just signed his entry-level contract with the Blackhawks not too long ago, so it appears that he will be making the jump to professional hockey in 2020-2021. He was also practicing with the Blackhawks during their training camp, getting ready for the postseason, so I think we can expect to see Regula down in Rockford, getting his feet wet a little bit as he makes that transition out of junior hockey, but I'm, I'm really excited for Alec Regula because of his offensive upside and also because of his size. We don't have a lot of bigger defensemen in the system right now, but Regula really feels like he 
has the potential to be a jack-of-all-trades on the back end if he can continue to progress just like he has in the past few years. I I think he has second-pairing upside because of his well-rounded game, but his offensive abilities, to me, certainly could make him more than that at the NHL level, and that's why I chose to have Alec Regula ahead of Alex Vlasic and Lucas Carlson at number six on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, September 29th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.